Hey, Nerd Talk Nation, this is your host, Jordan Halstead. I wanted to take a quick moment to gift you guys something that we did last year. So starting last spring, me and a few of the guys started doing this thing called the Comic Book Club. The Comic Book Club was where we were reading a comic book and discussing it and just giving more information of what you should be reading, what what are things that we could be reading, what we're not reading, and, and why you should go down a route or why not. And we tried to put a charge on it, but it really didn't work out. And then with the unfortunate passing of our dear friend Bama, we just didn't continue it. Um, Life got in the way. We didn't really feel that without Bama being there, it just kind of started to fall apart. He was the heart of that one for us um, and helping me get that started. So with that, I wanted to make sure that you guys had an opportunity to hear the episodes that we had created. And so this is our bonus content from year two. Guys, thank you so much for supporting us. Um, We hope you enjoy this content. Hey, Nerd Talk Nation, this is your host, Jordan Halsted, and I wanted to introduce you to our newest segment, the Comic Book Club. Comic Book Club came from this idea that once we hit one year, we wanted to push out a second episode. And as we formulated this idea, we thought about creating a safe place that we can come together, read a comic book, give our fresh perspectives, points of views, and our recommendations to reading or not reading a book. So I would like to invite you to join us as we discuss Marvel Comics' limited run of the United States of Captain America. So excited to start Comic Book Club with my friends Bama, Adrian, and Will. Guys, thank you so much for being a part of this episode. Hey, yo, Adrian, what's up? Like you haven't heard that before. before. Like you haven't heard that before. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Adrian. Thanks for having us, Jordan. Absolutely, guys. I love being able to do this. I love having you guys in here. I know that we've been talking about this for a couple weeks now. And so just trying to formulate this, see who would be a part of this episode. It's been a lot of fun just trying to get all of it pretty much together, just trying to see who would be in. And so I'm really glad that we get to talk about this. So before we get into this, I want to know what was one of the first comics, earliest comics that you had ever read? What kind of got you into reading comics? What was what was the big focus? So I'm going to start with Bama. Well, I'm probably going to be the least read uh, as, as far as comics goes of this group. Uh, if, if I can go back into my memory, uh, I would probably say one of the first ones that I just randomly picked up for whatever reason was a Supergirl where she got the red lantern ring. Ooh. I don't remember exactly Ooh. what issue, but it was. It, I know it had to do with that. Will, was that in New 52? Yes, because uh, they were doing some big crossover yeah. with that in Green Lantern. So yeah, that's that's a New solid 52. that's a solid pick. Mm-hmm. Adrian, I think I even checked that one out because I was like, "Ooh, yeah, what's happening here." Yeah, Adrian, what about you? What got you into comics? Uh, I think the very first comic I remember reading was when Warner Brothers and DC released the comic book version of Batman: Ask of the Phantasm. Ooh, ooh. I didn't even know that existed. I'm going to have to go look for that now. Yeah, I just remember having it in my house as a kid, and I flipped through, and I was like, this is cool. And then I later found out that it was a movie. Nice. Probably, arguably, the best uh, Batman movie until March, at least. <laughs> yeah. Not, not dating this podcast at all. We haven't seen Batman yet at this point, guys, but we don't yeah. know yet. <laughs> Will, what about you, bud? I'm all over the place with it. Uh, so... Do you remember Miller's at all, Jordan, when you lived in Eaton, or was that past yeah. your time? Yeah, that, okay. I do remember that. So they actually had like the old school like comic book like spinny rack thing, whatever you would call that. And I was obsessed with Star Wars and Power Rangers. So like not even knowing what I was grabbing, I'm like, oh dude, like hey, that's cool, or like that's cute, or like oh hey, Kimberly's on this one. Like so yeah. a lot of Power Rangers and Star Wars randomly, and I wouldn't know what was going on. <laughs> uh, but when I, I was actually consciously trying to get into comics, when like iron man and all that stuff was kind of heating up 
uh, my best friend Nick really was hyping up up Captain America stuff before I was really into Cap. Uh, I know it's hilarious. We're talking about Captain America today, and he wasn't my favorite initially. I'm like, eh, I'm good. But he was telling me that uh, Batman had just died, and they were doing this uh, Blackest Night thing. So, but the ones I ended up start pick- I started picking up were Dark Avengers and New Avengers uh, on the Marvel side of things. Norman Osborn had just taken over with the uh, invasion, so that was getting wild. And then DC, I was just trying to. I was following Batman and Robin and Red Robin from the Batman Rebirth stuff, and I think Batgirl shortly followed after that. So I, I was all over the place. Superman was doing World of New Krypton stuff. I love Superman, but I'm like, eh, this isn't really that interesting. Monel's cool and all that, but I was all over the place uh, when I actually consciously was picking my books. Yeah, I know that for me, one of my first comics that I ever read, it was a modern telling of Jesus and his his story. It was called Hero. And I don't know if you guys have ever even heard of this. It's a small graphic novel, and it was kind of what if Jesus was an American in New York City, and it's kind of futuristic to a degree, but they basically retell the entire story of Jesus with the disciples, his three-year ministry kind of in this small piece, and it's it's from a, a police cop. But they did this whole like live show where like a bunch of Christian artists of that time frame that did like a Broadway musical kind of thing, and they all played different characters. And, like, uh, Michael Tate was one of the disciples. I think he was Peter, but uh, Peter wasn't Peter. It was Pedro. And so, like, they, they re- redid some of the names and all that. And then years later, my dad got me uh, the comic book Bible. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. I've got a few of them. I've been passing them out to friends and things like that over the years. I got that. And then when I started reading actively, I picked up – it was – New 52, so this is about 2012, I think it was 2011, 2012, somewhere in there that I I started reading, and I picked up Aquaman, Batman, and Flash, New 52, the first volumes, and I I just, I fell in love with it, I then picked up the New Guardians with Kyle Rayner, and I fell in love with that, and I was like, Green Lantern, oh my gosh, that is phenomenal stuff, and and just, I loved the, the series, and I bought Hal Jordan, and then I started going backwards, and started getting some of the early 2000s, late 90s stuff, and then followed through the best I could, and then I sold all my books and uh, went digital, and so I now can share my my collection and and things like that, so that way we can all read these and get caught up together, and we can do Comic Book Club. So, guys, thank you so much for for sharing that, and as we move forward, what I want to do is I want to kind of play into the idea of let's buy or, or read one series together, and so the first series that we read was United States of Captain America, and so I just want to know, quick thoughts, what did you think about this series? Adrian, what about you, bud? I, I enjoyed it. Uh, Captain America is not my go-to superhero. Yes. Okay. I mean, <laughs> Can't all be Will. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it for the most part. I thought the story was pretty interesting. Okay. What about you, Bama? Yeah, uh, I thought it was good. I it was great action over the top, but it wasn't like terrible i would say it's very middle of the road but i it was enjoyable okay that's that's sol- so, solid way to go about it what about you will yeah well all right i think i have maybe have two different perspectives on it coming off of the last captain america book going into this for the anniversary and then there was a falcon and winter soldier book talking about symbols and hope and all that stuff and that's like a big theme throughout this thing like i was just kind of re-glancing stuff and taking a little bit of notes before there was just a lot of themes of fandom and how symbols can be used in that. And I, I don't know, the last Captain America solo book kind of ended on like on a bummer note and kind of leading like, oh yeah, like we've won, we fought and punched the bad guys and all this stuff. But like people are still going to like spew like venom and all this stuff. And they were kind of like digging out like fake news and like Fox news and stuff of that sort. So jumping into this kind of picked up some themes from that. And then also cosplaying as Captain America seeing like the cap network like reminds me of like some of the wonderful people i've met over the years giving me some tips and tricks always being friendly giving me advice for like pictures and all this stuff and like talking about like how they're helping their community and i just i feel like that the cap network i've made is totally the cap network in this so i get that perspective as well like i can i can see a lot of my cosplay friends in some of these roles in here and myself and i'm not gonna lie i got a little bit choked up reading this one it's a comic like i'm like it's not, I mean, like, oh, cool action. And I know some comics can be emotional. Like, I, I've never read the one Jordan's uh, brought up earlier, but I'm sure, like, reading that modern retelling of the Bible or Jesus and all that is good. And, and Mouse recently just came up in the news. I just, a comic book hasn't hit me in the feels in a long time, and this was a good read. I, I'm rambling right yeah. now. So, no, you're um, good. It, it, it was a solid read. And, uh, 
I'm holding out hope if they ever adapt this, that this is the big thing that Chris Evans would come back for in like a, a, a mini series or a live action thing. Like save it for the very end, but like that's when he shows up. I there's think a, there's a scene at the end of this that I, I we've all seen it now that we've read it. I want him to be like, I want him to get revenge again on Sam going like, oh, hey, on your left. And then all the portals start opening and then all the caps, like uh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. But we'll think, talk about that later. I we'll think talk that could be cool. Yeah. I know that yeah. for me, I thought this was a good book. I don't think that this was a great book by any means. I think that it was it was a good start to something that could play out much bigger down the line. I think that there's, I mean, we're with them till the end of the line, right? Uh-huh. Get it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can. Hey, I understood we... that reference. Yeah. Hey, whatever it takes, man. Whatever it takes. But I, I, th- <laughs> I, I think that with with Captain America, he's not this super deep all the time character that you're gonna feel like you're hitting new levels with. And so with Captain America, I was expecting what I got. I wasn't expecting this massive, like, knock out of the park. Like, it was no Winter Soldier. If you've read the book, The Winter Soldier, it was really, really good. And I think that this was a good was book. The whole Brubaker run. Oh, that was, oh, high mwah, chef kiss. Yeah. Mwah, mwah. It just, they, they were very different. And it just depends on who's writing him at the time. And, and Captain, I mean, Steve Rogers is, is, he's a good character. And he brings that kind of team mentality when you see him in the Avengers, when you see him on screen, when you see him in just any type of media, you know who he is. And he embodies something. And I liked the symbolism that they came in with. And I liked the way that they like he inspires people to do things. And I loved the shield that like once his shield was gone, he had the Tony Stark energy shield. And I thought that was cool because it kind of played back to some earlier nods in this in his history. And they did some really cool stuff with it. And I liked that, but I think that there it still lacked a lot. And I think that had they changed certain pieces, that's where I would have rather seen. What about you, Will? I'm going to play off that just a little bit. Yeah, like, absolutely. I like when Steve is like really introspective. I mean, see, when you're grabbing any of these solo books, they're going to be like reflecting on like the events they're about to transpire themselves. But I, like before I got into Captain America, I just... I mean, I think I brought it up in our first Avenger podcast, totally separate from Comic Book Club, that, like, I just, like, all I saw was the dude punching Nazis, the USO show bits that he doesn't like, and just knowing that, like, hey, like, people, like, in, even in the first issue where he's talking, like, people are, like, taking my symbol and kind of using it to monetize or whatever, or, like, be hate mongers, so, like, I, I think people just, like, like, a lot of symbols in America, like, people take that and then put their own spin on it, and yeah. just thinking... I'm rambling. Again. No, uh, just, no, no. I, I think you're on the right track. Him being, him being reflective of his actions and then that also playing off into what the other caps and the cap network starts thinking about themselves as well. So, And I love um, that they called it the network instead of just the cap core because I feel like we've got the Green Lantern core. There's the Thor core. Like everybody kind of is a core. And I yeah. love that he just yeah. he claims it as, hey, you know, we're not really one group of people it's just like we've built this network that we're across the country if someone needs us we're there and i loved how they went that route with it he would have done captain america incorporated but bruce wayne uh, as cinema cease and assist (laughs) (laughs) that was good uh, yeah who was your guys's favorite captain america while reading this uh i put in the the comments a little bit with steve bucky sam john like we have all these guys who have been Captain America in the past, and so I'm looking at not the new ones, but like pre-existing Captain Americas that came in to this. Who was your guys' favorite? And I want to actually start with Will. Uh, how dare you? I want, I want you guys to go first. I hey, mean, Will, it, you it, only get one. You get I, one. I know. Hey, hey, hey. Who, He's who, the new guy, too. Guy yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I'm out. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I mean, it's got to be Steve. Uh, I'm... I mean, when I came in, Bucky was in the rain, was taking the reins and definitely earning some redemption. And I wasn't saying I'm picking Bucky, but it's definitely Steve. Like just him leading this and just him not even, not even wanting to put like people like Aaron and the Captain America Network out going like, hey, like you can't be doing that. Or like he just, he, he's stern but fair to everyone he meets. Like when he first meets Aaron, he's about to punch him and then he's like, oh, I'm Captain America. So he's like, hey, like don't be joking. Like seriously, who are you? And like, what's, what is all this? And then, We'll start rolling on the story and the introspection uh, and just him. Uh, it, it, I mean, I, I fell in love with him <laughs> because of the movies, but like going into the comics, I can hear Chris Evans' voice sometimes, or just even if you watched Earth's Mightiest Heroes, some of like his interpretation, like his, his characterization in here is just great. Yeah, I, I like that. What about you, Adrian? <laughs> um, I definitely think I like John Walker the most. 
<laughs> I like that he is grittier, and they even crack jokes when they're trying to get information out of someone. You know, like I got kicked out of the Boy Scouts, so like I did he's like not the afraid moment. to like. <laughs> <laughs> he's not afraid to cross those lines to do what he knows needs to be done. What was the line? He uh, said something I about, I didn't it. break NATO rules or something like that. Uh, Geneva Convention. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't break the yeah. Geneva Convention. <laughs> her, her broken pinky, that's just an accident. <laughs> yeah, that happened before I was in there. Like... <laughs> yeah. But guess who let him in there? Steve. Because S.H.I.E.L.D. means... <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying. I just I just love that John Walker was in there because I kind of sat back when I was kind of predicting as I was reading this. I was like, okay, is John Walker going to show up? Because we just had him with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and they try to like play off of big things that are happening in those moments. And I was like, are we going to see John Walker show up? And then he shows up, and then he goes, and he's like, well, that's okay, because I'm not a Boy Scout. <laughs> and then he like just goes and like does stuff, and he walks out, and he's like, didn't break the Geneva Code. Like, she broke her pinky, but that was not me. That was an accident. <laughs> like, I just, it was good. I love that. I'm so happy that you chose that too, Adrian. Like, that makes me all the more happy that you chose it. So, what about you, Bama? I would definitely have to say that Sam Wilson was my favorite in this, as he's just cracking jokes the whole time. Uh, like, even in some serious situations, he's just making fun of every single person that's there. And it's just, seeing it, i mean it's basically anthony mackie on the page oh yeah because oh yeah anthony mackie has such good comedic timing with everyone and all of his quips and things that he says in, in the movies it's i mean it was just like you say you hear chris evans when you read yeah. for him i heard anthony mackie when i read sam wilson's lines i i'm gonna play off I the, mean, oh god i, I I was just going to say, like, they're in the book the longest. Like, I would have loved more time with John. And even though William Burnside is, like, now terrible in the comics, I would have just like to even see them get some information out of him or, like, just even touch base since he was Captain America for a short time, even if it was, like, him being resistant. But it's neither here nor there. There was a lot of celebrations with the Shields and all that. But, yeah, like, just their chemistry together. I'm like, I can totally see Chris and Anthony doing this. And even with the handshake at the end of the first issue, like, that's totally, mm -hmm. like, right out of Predator. Like, Dylan, you son of ah. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think that I would agree with you, Bama. I, th I think that Sam was, but Sam was also, I've got your back. Like, I'm with you to the end of the line. I'm with you on yeah. this. Like, he kind of represented more Bucky, like, from the MCU, like, that that true brotherhood that, like, in the comic than Bucky did. Um, which, I mean, that's, I mean, Bucky did it differently in this in this series. But I was like, the quips, the jokes, very quick into action, but he wasn't afraid to go into action. And he was like, I've already got my suit. Like, let's go. Like, he, yeah. Steve is like, hey, like, I'm not going to ask you to go. And he's like, dude, you don't even have to ask. I've got the motorcycle. I've got the suit. Like, I'm actually ready to go. And he's like, wait, you have the suit? And he's like, don't talk about it. Like, like I just, <laughs> and I, I just, I laugh. And I'm like, this is everything about Just this. in case. Just in case. Yeah. He's just like, just give me like five minutes to change and then I'm good. It just, it screamed best friends. Like, I, I know with yeah. my some of my best friends and some of the guys here on Nerd Talk and, and with you guys. I know that that's the kind of relationship that I have with people who work on this show. And I can go in and be like, yeah, that would be totally me and me and these guys. Like, I feel that in my to my being. And I think that was really cool. And I love that it leads into like this cross country road trip because I feel like it's a buddy cop film on the on the page. It's very reminiscent of doing a, a cross country buddy cop kind of adventure. And did you guys like that about this story? Did you feel like it was kind of out of place? Did you what were what were your guys thoughts on that one? I, I did enjoy it. I do like seeing banter between Sam and Steve because, you know, it's like just obviously they're chasing down specific people, but it's like just another road trip with your bro for part of the time anyway. Uh, I don't know. I, I did enjoy it. I love seeing the different people they meet with the different backgrounds while at the same time Steve's you know, dealing, you know, like you said, being introspective and dealing with what it means being Captain America and essentially being the icon for the quote-unquote American dream and how much all that weighs on him. Yeah. So it just There's a whole lot of emotions that's going on throughout this trip that they're doing. Absolutely. What about you, Bama? Yeah, I, I liked it. Uh, 
to me, it just felt a little too short. I, I, I felt like maybe if you lengthened it maybe two more issues, then it, you would have had like this grand journey that all of them uh, would have gone on. Do you think uh, that even and, if you didn't do the issues, but instead of the the side stories at the end, because I mean, it was about 30 pages per issue. If you wouldn't have done that extra story at the end and extended the story itself, do you think that would have made the difference for you? It, it probably would have because you had uh, by the end so many different characters and even some that we just saw for maybe a couple of panels or, or so, yeah. but um, you had so many characters, but too little time with all of the newer characters. So you, you only got a little bit of, of their background and how they see themselves as a cat. Um, but yeah, like if it was maybe one or two more issues of just kind of fleshing things out, I, I think it would have been a little bit better in my mind. So there, there's this series called devil's rain out right now. We were talking about this uh, before the show. And so what they're doing right now is it's like six issues for this, this event, but they're doing a bunch of side stories and, and comics are typically, uh, very notorious about this of, hey, we're, we're feeding into, like, Daredevil, this is part of his story, and then we've got uh, X-Men, and this is their story, and this is Spider-Man's story, and they've got, and they do, like, side stories that tie in, but it still feeds into the overall what's going on with their story. Do you feel that if they would have done, like, one-shots for, like, this series, and they would have done one-shots to, like, each Captain America, whether it was Joe, maybe it was... Uh, uh, was it Alexa or Aaron. like all the yeah all Aaron. Ariel yeah Ariel so, like you have all these Ariel. like one shots just to to extend a hey this is how we started this is where we're at um and then that kind of lead into where they come in do you think that would have made a bit of a difference for you yeah I, I definitely agree that they that if it had been a whole issue I mean maybe an issue for like one or two of them yeah. as they get introduced into the next issue. I think that would have would have been a little bit better just to just to get more of like, why are they becoming a cat besides just this one singular problem that we see them try to handle in, within their own community? Yeah. And I, I think that going and having those little like just five, six pages at the end, I don't feel like one issue makes you become Captain America. It's no. over and over and over and over and over. I mean, how many times was Steve Rogers beat in a in a parking lot or he, he, I mean, in the movie, he's even talking in the in the first Avenger. We talked about this. Um, I got beat up in that alley, and in that parking lot, and behind that dumpster. Like he, like multiple things happened that helped create the hero that he is. It wasn't just a one time event, and so I feel like one event does not create Captain America. It's kind of like I'm his character keeps building from it, and I think that all characters that claim to be Captain America, it's not just like oh, I aspire to be like him because of one event. It's like, I want to be like him, and, it, and by the time I become him and become this character, it's taken four, five, six events. And I feel like if they would have been like, hey, here's event one, two, three, and then by four, I'm starting to stand up. I'm starting to really fight this battle. And then by five, I grabbed something, and it looks like a shield, and I, I started to become more like Cap. And then by event six, I'm now donning a suit, and I'm becoming Captain America, and done like a quick kind of like a year in a comic kind of thing where everything happens like, hey, just like a page or two to each event that kind of helps build. I think they, they could have done that and it would have been a lot better. So, Will, what about you, buddy? Oh, goodness. Uh, what was the question again? I was just really taking in what you were saying there for a second. What do you like and not like about this story of the cross-country road trip? Did you okay. like uh, where they okay, were going? So or? Okay, yeah, thank you. Uh, just with, the, with what you were saying, I was just trying to... <laughs> we do, we do go down rabbit trails and fall in love with these stories. We do, and so. we do, we do a lot. Because it being like an anniversary series for Cap's 80th, and it being the United States of Captain America, of course it was going to be a road trip. And seeing at least four or five highlighted Caps they created for this event. And I do wish we could spend more time with some of these guys, but I think Aaron Fisher showed up in a few of the Marvel like one-shots they're doing for like Pride and all that uh, stuff. Okay. I don't know about Nichelle, Joe. What's the guy who was guarding hate mongers at Jack? Jack Kerr or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. No, it was a uh, Merrick was his last name. Merrick, thank you, Jack Merrick. Which, uh, if you throw an A in front and behind, his name is America. Oh I don't know God. if you guys caught that. Oh my <laughs> gosh, I didn't. That's awesome. I, I was, 
I was more going the Top Gun route with him. But, I mean, with them going across the country, I, I yes, I wish we could have spent more time doing this because there's, there's 50 states. Like, whoever was in Alaska wasn't really getting into this adventure or Hawaii. <laughs> I, I mean, granted, we know it's Luke Hobbs and, like, some, like, Eskimo Joe over there. I, or maybe, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> not trying to be too silly there. But, like, there's 50 states. But, I mean, we've barely even scratched the surface of this. Like, I would like to see them do a continuation of this similar to, I know I made the joke that it's kind of like Batman Incorporated, but Batman Incorporated was Bruce Wayne taking the symbol of Batman and finding other vigilantes who kind of Well, he put he a did, Batman on every continent. World. Yeah, Batman on every continent and just, I mean, we got 50 states. There's, there's some Captain Americas we have not seen yet. So I think this idea is ripe for more potential maybe down the road. I know right now they're doing a Cap and Iron Man series and it doesn't seem to be having it any effect on what we're doing here in this story but uh if we go back to the solo caps and we see more of the cap network i am all for it so we can get more development because i think the big side sources that give us there at the very end are like showing us like the defining moment like we don't get to see like i mean aaron and a bunch of them talk about like the things leading up to it because they have such a short limited time to give us to, to to get us to fall for these characters or see ourselves in these characters uh, that I mean, unfortunately, we can't get five or six issues for all these guys. Maybe down the road we could, but I think they give us just enough to give us like a taste. Going like, hey, here's Aaron Fisher's story. If you want to see the Captain America of the yeah. Railroads, check this out here in like November. This five issue limited series, or here's the story of like uh, Joe over here, uh, the Nat- Native American Captain America. If you want to see him take t- t- down uh, some villains in his a- area, just I-, I think there's potential, and I liked the format of it. I- I- and I mean. Come on, <laughs> everyone! Everyone showed up, and it was the greatest Captain America buddy road trip we could ask for. Absolutely. I also just loved that everybody had a motorcycle. That was. Like, <laughs> it wasn't like, hey, let's get in a van and go, or in a truck and go. No, everybody was on a motorcycle, and I was like, this is great. Out of all the new Captain Americas, who was your favorite? I would like to go last. I want to. Oh, you want to go last? First. Okay, okay. I want to well, go last. If I can, I want to go last. I guess I'll go first then. Uh, shaking things up on you guys, haha. <laughs> um, I think I think Joe was probably my favorite of all the new ones because his shield wasn't even metal, and they kept shooting through it. But it, it kind of reminded me of like a war drum. So like being from Ohio and then like coming out here, like just seeing kind of some cultural differences. Um, it kind of made me think of like very Native American kind of that war drum. Hey, I'm gonna kind of hit on this as I go into battle. And I was kind of hoping, like, he was going to have, like, some type of stick that he was going to beat people with in one hand and, like, his, like, a war drum Captain America shield in the other and, like, him just, like, beat it as he's running at people because I think that would have been hysterical. Um, but knowing that, like, he fixed cars and he did all these different pieces, I just thought – and his character, like, he had no problem taking the bullet. And, like, he went in and, like, he's like, I'm, I'm Captain America. Like, I have to do this. And it was really cool to see that. So, Adrian, what about you, buddy? Uh, mine was actually Joe too. I probably have a slightly more personal uh, connection, just because I'm Native American too. What? So it's just I'm not someone that like calls out every day like, oh, we need more representation. But like, it's it's super appreciated when you see that. So I was just like, when I saw that they're introducing Joe as this Captain Native America type of thing, Captain uh, Native America, like, oh, yes. <laughs> I love that. Uh, like, like you said, I, the shield and his whole outfit. Just because I've been to some powwows growing up, just seeing like the tribal outfits mixed with their own take on Captain America's outfit, and just being a overall just like nice guy. Like, I don't know. I I just really enjoyed his character, probably most of all out of the new Captain Americas. Okay. What about you, Bama? I would say uh, Ariel. Was, was my favorite, and okay. it was mostly because of her little side story uh, at the end of the issue that she was introduced in, because it was the one where uh, her and her dorm, uh, were they were going to a Halloween party, and she was going dressed as her Captain America suit. Yep. Uh, and they were, she was going to try to get information on her roommate's uh, boyfriend, who was just holding something over her head, and 
uh, doing some not so nice things. And then it turns out like it's not just her that was on this mission. She had like a bunch of other people help her out and also dress up as caps so that she could hide in all of the college. Yeah, uh, she could hide in the crowd. Caps yeah. in that party. And so then she could get out and it's like, well, crap, where did she go? She was able to help her her roommate get over whatever the, the boyfriend had done. And so I just thought incorporating other people in this whole scheme that she had it was just really something that I think a, a Captain America should do. It's like, well, I can't do this by myself. I need some help from my friends. And so I'm going to gather them together. We're going to come up with a plan and we're going to execute and then save the day. Absolutely. All right, Will. I wish I could pick them all. <laughs> but it, it, you if, get it, one. If you didn't just get one. one. I know I get one. I get one, but I will echo that. If Jordan made me go first, Ariel was going to be it uh, because of that. Not picking her, but that story, like, I mean, got, got to me. And then just even, like, the douchey boyfriend, part of my language there, is even, like, drawn and shown, like, he's, like, kind of like the entitled Steve Rogers. Like, kind of like that mm-hmm. uh, guy that, like, hits on Peggy in, in First Avenger. Just, just, I mean, that's the typical guy, like, oh, I'm, I'm the hero. My, my parents pay for the dooms. Ho, ho, ho. Like, snooty. So just that. And I'll say one note about Joe before I give you my actual choice. These are not my choices. I'm just talking honorable about mentions. them because we are honorable mentions. A conversation. That's what he's doing here. He's honorable mentioning. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <clears throat> hey, um, Joe's when Joe shows caps his collection, I'm like, this is me if I ever meet Chris Evans. Like, here, this is my tribute scene. <laughs> <laughs> but um, on top of that, just hit, here's my shrine. <laughs> yeah, here's you. <laughs> anyway, um, but. It's kind of like uh, in Amazing Spider-Man 2. It's kind of like what Max Dillon could have been in that universe if, if he used like, oh hey, I'm his eyes and ears. Like I'm, I should be a good person instead of getting being a psychopath and just jumping people. Going like, you don't know Spider-Man. He's a Pisces. Blah blah blah. Like he took what the hero said to him and they helped out with and went on forward. And now for my choice, it's got to be Michelle. Then I love all of them. I wish I could pick all of them. As we all know, and I know I get one, but. The little boy me who loved trains and Thomas the Tank Engine wants to pick Aaron, but Nichelle's story of her taking down the corruption in her town and then like the the police and everybody always going after her for her vigilantism. At the very end, when the city has like a video talking about like how much good she does and like just even her interaction with Steve and Sam, I just her tearing up gets me tearing up. I'm like, what is this comic doing to me? Oh my goodness. <laughs> But that is my pick. They're, they're, they he are all great. All of them. Right, and I hope he named we all of them. All. There was I not. I didn't. I did not name Maverick. Now I. Now, now I you did. <laughs> now you did. You named all of them. Yeah. You <laughs> see what I did? Yeah. You 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 goaded me into that. And I did. Just I did. Like, I saw the opportunity. Uh, I was like, he missed one, and I know he's gonna name him. If I just if I just go to him in. All right. You did make a really good point. Well, I'm gonna ask you this one real quick. You said Peggy. Did you like the inclusion of Peggy Carter in that brief moment when when she shows up? Refresh me on that moment because I didn't. I forget they this and, I love and maybe maybe Bam or Adrian, you guys could help me with this one. There was a brief moment yeah. where did they gas Steve or something like that? They had like something where where he sees Peggy for like one or two panels. She just shows up, and I forget which which issue it was in, but it like she just shows four up five, for like ready. I think it was four or five, one of the two. But they were they were in this moment where maybe maybe it was it the hate monger did hate monger yeah. show up as her it might have been in, I think it was in issue four because they broke hate monger out and he breaks out and he's changing forms and things like that and he says something to the effect as as her he says something like you should have came back for me you should have been there for me or whatever and I was like ooh so what what did you think about that. I- uh, I mean, you taunt Steve with the dance. He's going to be reflective and thinking about that for a little bit or going on Hawkeye's farm. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. But, I, I mean, it, it being a tribute to Captain America and, and Peggy is now, like, now hand-in-hand hand with that because of the movies and then also just her own books and just her be- being a great character in her own right. Like, even if we just got, like, a little nod of just her in a picture and it was, like, a more positive image, yeah. Like, I'm all for including uh, her and Sharon, a- anyone we could have, if it made sense for the story. So, I mean, it was just Hatemonger just trying to get in his head and make him doubt himself before, like, the final confrontation. Speaking of Hatemonger, this Hatemonger Hitler villain, did you guys like having Hatemonger slash Hitler, that essence of Hitler? Or do you wish they'd chosen a different villain slash group of villains? I mean, either way. Do, what were your guys' thoughts on that? And I'm also going to add in there, did you like, I think it's called Georgianism? 
where Steve is the embodiment of always coming back to the Nazi party when they when they make that. He says, you're the living embodiment of always coming back to Nazis and to Hitler. What were you guys' thoughts on that one? I'm okay with, like, the hate monger. Like, the name, I think, is is a good name. And, and his goal, or its goal, uh, it, it's it's definitely an interesting take. I don't like that it's, it, like you said, it's always going back to Hitler. It's always going back to the Nazis. Like, if it had just been its own thing, I think it would have been a little bit better. And I definitely, since we have, like, the four main Captain America superheroes and all of these other network caps, I think it would have been good to have, like, a supervillain for every superhero cap and have one of the network caps come beside them and, like, help them out. Like, you have Steve Rogers fighting the Red Skull and, uh, I don't know, Ariel coming up to help him with the Red Skull and maybe some other ones for Sam Wilson and and the other caps. And so I just think if – I mean – Having Hitler yet again for Captain America's villain, it's just, it's kind of the same song and dance. And I think having probably some more villains to have a villain for for every of the main caps to fight, I think would have been an interesting way to go about it. I liked Hatemonger, or let let me rephrase that. I liked the idea I had when they brought up Hatemonger. Because, like, not that I don't, like, Hitler, okay. Like, I with the whole, like, uh, United States of Captain America thing, yeah, I, I can get behind it. But, like, when I heard, like, it's the essence of Hitler's hate and all that, I was like, okay, so this is going to be, like, a big deal. Like, his whole plan was, we're going to use Captain America's shield to hypnotize America. Like, that's, <laughs> I don't know, I, I guess I just expected more from the character. Do you feel like it was a little silly? Yeah, I think, and maybe that's the point, because, you know, the whole, like, with Steve, everything comes back to Nazis, I'm sure, just, like, like just a joke for it, but, I don't know, like, I did expect more from the villain than what we got. When, when we got into Hatemonger in the book, I was just like, oh, this is a thing, and for Christmas, I got the, like, Captain America Encyclopedia, like, you know how Marvel and DC does their own thing, now, even their own characters get, like, individual ones, I... I did not research him but like as soon as they brought it up i'm like oh yeah evil embodiment of hitler like yeah that's silly comic nonsense absolutely let's let's do this uh i mean with the anniversary and all that i mean it's very silly comic booky and i'm i kind of would agree with adrian when you bring up something like that like you think like for a minute like they're they're gonna fail like i mean it was hitler (laughs) that was like the biggest threat we had there for quite some time like and then just ends up like in a fist fight and (laughs) and all that instead of like some grand scheme so it it was okay um not who i would have chose but we also got like a little bit of red skull influence with sin there because she was also red skull for a bit and commander kruger krieger is that yeah is that correct uh i mean i would say that thank you uh, or Speed Demon, was that the other, that Speedster in Cap yeah. Suit? For, yeah, for a short bit he was. Yeah, and he was mind-controlled, so we can't really change it. So we, we got some, like, really obscure stuff. I, I mean, if even though I despise Namor, if we wanted to do even more tributes to, like, the old comics, we could get him and the Human Torch in there if we wanted to have more of them punching Nazis and do their thing from back in the day. But it was all right. Not, not my first choice, but hey, it, it was something we haven't, I haven't seen, I, I haven't seen a hate monger appearance in a long time in comics. I'm like, oh, okay, we're doing this, I guess. I think hate monger was just lackluster. And the reason I say that is I think that it would have been, and I started thinking about this after we did our pre-show warm-up, how great would it have been if instead of like Hydra, Nazis, or anything like that, they did a reimagining of the Flag Smashers from Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And hate monger, instead of it being pro-Nazism, it was, let's destroy America with it from the inside out, and they started using the Flag Smashers as a network, and so then it became this, like, crossing network, and I was like, that would have been really cool, like, I feel like it just, they had this perfect moment to really set this, I mean, they teed it up real nice and pretty, but by the fourth book, it kind of started to fall flat a little bit, they were like, oh no, like, we're facing Hitler, and then, like, I feel like had they used the Flag Smashers instead of Hydra again, or um, the Ten Rings or like any of these typical ones, I feel like because of what uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier did, you could use the Flag Smashers and start to create a whole new uh, revitalization for them. And I think that would have been a great opportunity to use them. Bama, did you have something? Yeah, it was just something I, I just thought of. Like, 
because Hatemonger is obviously like the the big bad of this. Uh, and it's like, well, why is he the big bad? He was barely in it. He barely did anything. If he had achieved just a little bit of a success and like beaten the caps in the network a little bit, I think that would have made him a more interesting villain. Yeah. In this. I think if the stakes were higher, if he would, yeah. if, if he would have succeeded by book three and then like, or, or even just like, instead of them stealing the shield and like racing across the country, they would have actually like started with, Hey, we broke him out. We had actually taken the shield without you noticing. We immediately got to, to him and then like it was a by like the third book like he kind of achieved the starting of his mission and then the network starts to fall in place in the fourth Mm. book and then they all start relying on them like they've realized that hey we can't do this on our own even the four of us being sam bucky john and steve if the four of them went against him and they started to fail like i feel like we would have had a little bit more depth to this and it's just i mean it is what it is it's it's almost it's gonna be a year old here uh later this year and um, in a couple months and so I think that it was good for what it was but it I think that we could have seen a lot cooler of, of, of different ways but they can always build off of it too um, it can it can they can always reuse these characters that's the beauty of comics so there was that so my last question as we we kind of wrap this up is and, and Adrian you, you started talking about this a little bit earlier inclusion you know we're in this world where everybody kind of is getting included you've got all walks of life whether you're red yellow black or white you're heterosexual homosexual you are transgender everybody has a hero now and i mean for a while it wasn't always that way uh they said like the x-men were kind of supposed to be that inclusion like everybody's kind of different uh and now we're in a world where there's very open with it um not to get too political with this but did you like that there were so many different walks of life did you guys like that everybody kind of got represented in this or do you feel like it was kind of too much because what are the odds that every walk of life is going to get represented all at once um what are your guys thoughts about that let's start with will oh i thought adrian was taking my because you were just playing off the thing okay uh, my bad i misunderstood uh but yeah i am all for this i mean they i mean they were doing a huge promotional campaign even before this book was out i mean i I mean, you throw a rock at comicbookresources.com or whatever, you're going to find out about the next huge comic book event or just even something as small as this five-issue series, like months in advance. And, that, I mean, they were really pushing for Aaron because he was the first gay Captain America. Uh, and then some of these other Captain Americas that show up too. Like, I just don't... I think this is probably the safest way they could have introduced these characters because if, as we've seen with internet outrage and stuff uh, over couple of years if they did like a five even when sam took the reins everybody was like up in arms going like not my captain america or just even now when anthony mackie in the role people are saying that like oh it should have been bucky and this and that i'm like whoa 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 like you haven't even seen him as cap yet uh so i think that this was this a safe route to give some of these other caps a shield if you will uh and even getting the stamp of approval from the other caps going like hey like you guys are doing great work and all this stuff and if there is enough interest in these characters they can revisit or like do like the captain america network like as a six issue limited series and showing like what else is going on behind the scenes that we didn't get to see and what they're still doing and even gets maybe some of those stories that jordan was wanting because i mean there's i i mean like i said there's 50 states like i'm sure there's still more walks of life that we still have not seen like maybe there's like a a hobo Captain America uh, with like a bindle and all that beating people up. I don't know. There's, or just like an Eskimo version. Shield on or a, a stick. Samoan. Your hobo cap, your hobo cap is a shield on a stick. He just like, like whacking yeah. people with. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, if you think about it, there's just so many possibilities you could do with that, with that just idea alone. And, we, and like I said, we only saw four or five and there was a few extras that we saw in the final battle. But I mean, some of those guys didn't get really, get, get a whole lot of development. And if you, they want to, give them the role or like in a reboot some time down the road going like, Oh, Hey, Maverick is taking over as the new Captain America. Cause all the others died. I mean, Sam's getting his new, new book. I I'm all for the inclusion. And I feel like I'm hogging this. I want you guys to give your thoughts into it. Adrian, what, so, are, what are your thoughts, buddy? Yeah, I, I did enjoy like the inclusion of all these different backgrounds and walks of life because I mean, it's what America is. I mean, it's a mixing and melting pot of, different cultures different religions just a, a lot of different everything i i really did enjoy that i do think it was a lot packed into 
like we talked about earlier, just five issues. Yeah. That's where I would probably say like that could use a little tweaking. It's just it was just a lot of different backgrounds that they tried cramming into this five issue run. I agree with you there. I I think uh, before I get to Bama, I I'm gonna play off this one real quick. I think that there was so much content that that's why some of the 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 things they were trying to do I feel like they fell flat was because they just pushed too much in. Um, had they put a little bit more character development on some of these other caps, I think it would have been a knockout home run. And you know I don't care which caps they would have chosen either. I think all of them were were really good to their degree. They they brought in some really cool stuff. But I think that that's where I struggled with it was there was just not enough time to each cap. I feel like one issue is not enough for me to understand their story, to understand and really like them because some of those characters, like I was saying, like Joe, I really liked Joe. I thought he was a cool like looking cap, but I also liked Aaron. And so I'm like, you know, I, I was kind of interested in like how how is it that you got to where you were at? It was it was a I mean, I don't agree with the lifestyle, but that's because I'm like with with my religious uh background i just i was raised not to agree with that and that's that's where i stand with certain things but it doesn't mean that i'm not interested in and in where your story is and part of their story and i thought it was really cool to just to see some of that inclusion in there um that hey why are you on the tracks well because i came out and mom and dad didn't agree and i could totally see that because i know people who they were kicked out for that and i'm like that that hits for certain people very deeply and so i hope they continue his story i think that would be a really cool aspect moving forward but that's that's my thought. What about you, Bama? Yeah, I mean, I, I pretty much would just say the same that everybody else has already said. Uh, like, it's it's nice to see all the inclusion, and it's it's really good for people who may just be picking this up uh, just to, to read it and then say, oh, hey, there's a Native American uh, cap in this one. Oh, there's homosexual in this. Oh, this is interesting. I hope to see them in the future. It gives the people who are in those lifestyles, it gives them a Captain America to look up to. Uh, <laughs> I was, I was looking at uh, one of the uh, panels that has all of them when they bust in through the, through the wall. Uh, and the, the one cap that I would have wanted to, to know more about is the, I think he's on the far left and the football player, the shoulder pads. And it looks like he's got like half of a cement wall as his, cat shield and i'm like i want to know about that guy because that guy looks like he could take down he looks like the hulk in a captain america quick. yeah oh yeah absolutely <laughs> yes. oh my gosh i want i want to know more about football cap give football me some cap. football cap find out about him on the cw's all american season <laughs> yes. no i i think that all the way around these these were some great additions and i hope to see the captain america network uh, come in a little bit further down the line. I think that they could play off of this. And I think that we could get some really cool characters uh, that'll come out of this. So, guys, thank you so much for being a part of Comic Book Club. For those of you guys who are out there listening, uh, we are starting this. It's going to be happening quite frequently. We're trying to get this as the second episode a week. So thank you guys so much for listening. We hope to catch you guys next time on Nerd Talk. Hey guys, thank you for sticking around from our first episode of the Comic Book Club. So with that, Will and I have started working on an idea of recommendations of what we're currently reading. So Will, let's go ahead and ask the quick question. What are you reading and would you recommend it? I have so many stacks everywhere, uh, but I recently got to read about a handful of them. But one that really stood out and one that I took a chance on was a She-Hulk number one. The series is just starting out. I think number two is about to come out or if it hasn't already. It's just uh, dealing with her everyday life, and it's, I, I picked it up just on a whim. One, because she's got the show coming up, and I want to familiarize myself with the character. And two, uh, this is kind of dealing with some like fallout from maybe some post-Avengers stuff. Uh, they haven't really touched base on that, but just checking in with her. She has gotten a new job at a law firm that she doesn't want to work for because they're, they're kind of typically the bad guys in the situation, but she needs a job because she can't rely on her She-Hulk powers forever, and she is a big brain, and just 
seeing her relationship with Janet Van Dyne in there, and uh, just even with her vi- one of her villains that shows up, Titania. Like they even like figure out like they want to have like a therapy session here and there where they fight it out and punch it out, almost get like a workout in, if you will. And like they just, she's just so good and kind and uh i would highly recommend it if you are interested in this it's a good jumping on points uh i'm pretty sure comic book stores if, if they don't have it are going to get second printings of it because it's popular and the show's coming out and she's a very popular character it's really solid and highly recommend it fantastic yeah i planning on trying to get into some of these series as well uh, i know that moon knight just started a couple weeks ago on disney plus and so haven't seen it yet we're recording this a little bit beforehand but what I've been doing is I've been reading Moon Knight, uh, the 2021, and it's been really, really good. We're actually going to do an episode on it next week. And so, spoilers. yeah, spoilers. <laughs> this this uh, book has been really, really good. I got it specifically so that way I could go in and get to know this character. This is a, a very uncommon character. There's not been a whole lot of, like, love towards him, if that, if that makes sense. Like, Mark Spector's not had a billion series and trying to figure... Like, this is a character that we're going to have to get to know and, and whatnot. And so I picked up all eight books that are currently out. It is following the events of an Avengers Fallout with Khonshu. And so the moon god of Egypt, and he's like kind of the god of gods or something like that. It's, some, it's something kind of weird, and I've been picking it up. But it's Khonshu is now with Asgard, and so we're picking up kind of where Moon Knight is. He's kind of a priest, but he doesn't really believe in the god that he serves. And so just this, this whole inner struggle for him and having to face off with some of these guys and seeing certain people show up who, hey, we don't really believe in you because you took down the Avengers and it's the fallout. And so I encourage it, this series, uh, that way you can follow along with us next week when we talk about Moon Knight. And so I encourage this series. I think it's it's really, really good. It's turned me on to Moon Knight. I think that when I look at Marvel heroes, it's really hard for me to like Marvel heroes, especially over the past decade. Um, they've kind of been hit and miss if it's not been in the movies. And so like you've got Captain America, Iron Man, all these characters. But Moon Knight has really, really stuck with me. And so I was like, just to prepare myself for the Moon Knight series, I started reading these, and I, I very, very much have liked where they are going. So I very much recommend this series. Have you have uh, you even picked that one up yet? Uh, I, I did, uh, just to prepare, doing doing some homework, guys. Uh, but I, I got my comicsology to work on my end, and I, I have the first five issues. Uh, I'm hoping I like it as much as you. My only slight exposure, and this is not a recommends, but... Um, because it's been so long since I've read it, but there is a Mark Wade run that was uh, highly praised that if okay. we really like this, maybe we could spin off into, into reading that. But I, I am hoping to like the character. I mean, with I mean, I trust Marvel Studios at this point with everything they've been doing. Just give a Squadron Supreme and then r- kind of rub it in DC's face that they got the Justice League better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but, uh, no, but I, yeah, uh, I, I'm excited to check it out. Yeah, this book has been really, really good. So that is our weekly roundup with our comic book reviews. So guys, definitely go check out those titles. That's the She-Hulk 2022 run and the Moon Knight 2021 run. Well, that's it for this week. We encourage you to check us out on our Saturday show and next week on Comic Book Club. Thank you for joining us.